History is made by the Republic of Ireland. I'm honestly speechless. I mean, we're going to a World Cup, but it's what dreams are made of. For all the best reaction to the girls in green qualifying for the World Cup, subscribe to the OTB Football Podcast stream now. Football on Off The Ball With Sky Don't miss Spurs versus Everton On Saturday Night Football Live only on Sky Sports This is News Talk Alright, it is Thursday night on Off The Ball That means it's time to talk to John Giles Evening John Evening Nathan A lot to get through with so many games coming thick and fast at this time of the season I might start on Leeds though because I was on commentary last weekend for their game against Crystal Palace Uh, Not a game that I think anybody wants to be talking about five days after the fact Uh, Wasn't exactly a classic But uh, Leeds, just interested in your thoughts on how they've been going this season No wins in five now It felt for probably even the first half of that game, a really progressive performance, high intensity to it, really got a Crystal Palace and they end up losing the game. What are your thoughts on what you've seen of them so far this season? Um, well, exactly as you say, Nathan, there. When they start off, it's go, 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 go. And uh, I think they expect to go for 90 minutes. And if you look at the start of the game against Palace the other day, they went on top for the first 15, 20 minutes uh, they scored in that particular time. But mm. in my take on football, Nathan, it, like, it's very, very difficult to go at the pace that they go at for 90 minutes. Like, you have to be scoring a couple of goals. I think in the, in, the, in the teams, well, the Leeds team that I played in, for example, if we scored or went 2-0 up, there's a, there's a part of the game where you have to slow it down a bit. Do you know what I mean? Now, that was part of my job and Billy Browner's job, particularly in the middle of the field. Because it's very difficult to, to, to maintain that pace uh, for the 90 minutes. You know, there's, there's periods of the game that you have to slow it down, particularly when you get in front. In front. Obviously, when, when you're behind, then you have to go, go, go all the time. But when you get in front and you, you get, say, two goals up, well, those, those goals help you then to slow it down, give it here, give it there, and let the other team do the chasing. I think what happens with Leeds, and, and there's hundreds happened under Bielsa as well, it's go, 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 go. And I think when Leeds were fresh in the first 20 minutes, mm. they were they by, by far the better team. But from then on, when it needed to be slowed down in that, Palace got on top and actually went on to win the game. So I think it's always going to be inconsistent with Leeds. If they're going to continue doing what they're doing, which is to go, 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 if they don't score in that period or get two nil up, Nathan, they could be in trouble. And I think they will be in trouble. It really to, shows to, the value of having a goal scorer, somebody in form for a, a team like Leeds. Because, as you said, they go one nil up barely through strike. They're by far the better team. Patrick Bamford ends up one-on-one with the keeper, uh, tries to sort of toe-poke it past them. Keeper makes a save. And within a couple of minutes... Crystal Palace equalised and you feel Patrick Bamford I think he was starting just his second game of the season fourth in about a year and a half because of all the injuries he's had that if, that if he's back to where he was in that first season under Bielsa in the Premier League they go 2-0 up and it's probably actually a very different game well it's not quite it's not quite what I'm, what I'm saying uh, Nathan if you go the two up right then there's still a lot of matches to, match of, a lot of the match to mm. play and what Leeds do in my opinion is they go, 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 go again. Like, they don't take... Uh, like, if you score two goals, 
sorry, sorry, if you score two goals, then you're in a position to play the game, in my opinion, in the way that you want to play it, right? Which is to slow it down, not, not go for the other goal, but slow it down and then go in, on your own way because the other team have to press you when they go two behind, right? But in Leeds' case, they have to be going all the time. So you're not making use of, of the, the, the period that you're two goals up. You know, the game changes in the 90 minutes, Nathan. When you're no score, you, you, you go and you go and you go. If you go on behind, you still have to go and go. But if you get 2-0 up, right, then you can play in a different way. You can get the, the other team running around, and you can then sneak a goal, or you, you can score a goal from there. So, but in Leeds' case, if they go 2 up, they don't make use of the lead mm. that they're in. You know, there's different periods of the game when you play in a different way, in my opinion. But in Leeds' case, there's only one way, which is go, go, go. And once they, they, they get past the 20 minutes, 25 minutes, it's very difficult to maintain that, Nathan. And if you look at that game the other day against uh, 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 Palace, Palace got on top almost from the rest of the game. And that Because the Leeds teams, they, 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 they ran out of steam. Yeah. I assume... There's a time and a place to do it, you know what I mean, Nathan? Mm. There's times, obviously, you've got to go, go, go. But there's other periods when, you, when, you, when there's periods part of the game when you, you score two goals. Then you get the other team running around. And then you get a nick another one and nick another one. But that doesn't happen with Leeds. It's all go. And, and I th- what I think that happened against Palace is that they did run on out of steam. And Palace got on top. Because it's very difficult, almost impossible, in my opinion, to, to maintain... Uh, and they did it under Bielsa as well. You know, Bielsa had to be scoring. Bielsa's team had to be scoring when they were on top, because there was nobody slowing the game down for them either. Yeah. But 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 we'll wait and see. But they, they haven't won. I don't think they've won a game in five. Is that what you say? Yeah. Nathan? Two wins so far this yeah, season. Yeah. I think it's going to be inconsistent, mm. and I think I think they will concede goals. So it's going to depend. Uh, Bamford coming back. Are they going to score as many goals as they need to uh, to win the matches? I assume for what you're talking about and being able to change style and, and control a game, a lot of that will come down to the midfield and they sold Calvin Phillips to Manchester City during the summer. Uh, they lost Rafinha, who was a very technical player who could keep hold of the ball. They brought in Adams and Roku who played in the middle of midfield at the weekend. Do they look like they're good enough to play that more controlled style of football when it's needed? I don't think so, Nathan. I, 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 I don't think he's got players in like that. You know, I think what they're doing... It's what they'll do. I think that's what he believed. But Bielsa did and did it very well. Mm. You said he had uh, uh, Phillips, who was a very good player, and Finn. They've, they've lost them. The lads they brought in are okay. But I, I can't see them being able to run the game or score as many goals as they need to score when they're on top. They're, they're definitely going to be inconsistent, and I think they will definitely concede goals, Nathan. So they're going to have to score quite a lot of goals. I know you weren't quite convinced by Jesse Marsh uh, at the end of last season, even though he managed to keep Leeds in the Premier League. Now that you've seen a bit more of him and, uh, well, heard plenty of him, as I think everybody has at this stage, what's your what's your take on how he is eight, nine months into the job? I think the jury's still out, Nathan. You know, I, I, I'll, I'll wait and see, because the, the, like the, the, some of the players he brought in, I think, are quite good. I don't think they're as good as Phillips and Rafinha, but, but they're, they're quite good. And there'll be a lot of matches where what they're doing will suit them. But I don't know if there's going to be enough matches uh, to, keep them, to keep them safe, to be honest.
Uh, you used the phrase there, go, go, go. And uh, every time I've heard that from you over the last few years, it's generally been talking about Liverpool and the way that they played in recent times. Mm. Uh, there hasn't been much go, go, go about them lately. Like, Is that still the Liverpool way or do you think Klopp has tried to change it and it's just not working? I don't think he's tried to change it at all, Nathan. I think he wants what he's been getting. Uh, and he hasn't been quite getting the, the, the go-go and putting the, team, the opposition under, under pressure the way, the way they have done in the past, Nathan. Mm. You know, and uh, it, it's, it's, they've had a bad time. I know they won last night and won well against Rangers. But against Arsenal last week, for example, uh, I thought Arsenal deserved to beat them. And I was surprised at him at his comments after the match. You know, he went on, on a rant about the referee and the goals. And, uh, you know, in my opinion, watching the match as a neutral, I thought Arsenal deserved to win it. Definitely deserved to win it. Uh, you know, and I think the, the obviously the, the Rangers match has come as a good time for them because they won, they won the two matches against Rangers and, and won well. Uh, but, you know, Rangers and Scottish football are not what they used to no. be. In the old days, Nathan, I thought, you know, you're looking at Rangers, they looked a very, very poor team. Uh, but Arsenal had to do their stuff. Sorry, uh, Liverpool had mm. to do their stuff to beat them and beat them well. Uh, but I don't, it just doesn't look right, Liverpool, in, 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 in relation to last season and the season before, when it did look right, you know? And John, uh, would you have any doubts about... Klopp's ability to make it right again. I'm just asking when I think back to the Arsenal game and the first minute of that game where Liverpool have taken so much criticism uh, Trent Alexander-Arnold has taken so much criticism about how open they've been how teams are going and attacking his position and straight away it's Martinelli playing out on that side who's the player who gets in behind Trent in the first minute of the game mm. that they weren't, they weren't even alert enough at that stage to prevent and to stop Arsenal, that, that Klopp hasn't been able to fix that problem so far? No, I don't think he's tried to, uh, to fix it, Nathan. You know, the comments he made a couple of weeks ago, within the last couple of weeks, uh, about Alexander, he said, um, I'm amazed at all the criticism that Alexander's getting. I don't see it, you know? Well, everybody can see that when Alexander comes under pressure, it's, 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 it's really, really dangerous for, for Liverpool. And I think what's happened to them this season, with them not playing as well as they have done in previous seasons, Nathan, they're, 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 they're not attacking as much as they were. And if you're not attacking as much as you were, then you have to defend more. So the emphasis is on Alexander a lot more in that when they were on top, and don't we go, when he gets forward, he is brilliant, right? But if you're not playing as well as you have been playing, then you're going to be defending. Now the emphasis is on Alexander to defend, and he's, I don't think he's been able to do it. So I can't understand what Klopp's comments about him saying. I, I don't see what everybody else is saying. I just don't understand it. You know, but, he's, but, he, but when he has to defend, he's very, very poor, as he was against Arsenal and other teams. When he's going forward, he's brilliant. But you're not going forward as much now as you were in, in, in last season or the season before. So you're going to be under more pressure. So I can't understand how he doesn't see that and do something about it, uh, Nathan, you know? Where Liverpool are on the table at the moment then, they just have two wins, four draws, two defeats. They're 10th, 10 points uh, from their eight games so far. 
and it's quite alarming the dip like they're already uh, 14 points behind Arsenal at the top of the Premier League how difficult is it to arrest the slide mid-season if you think back to your career I know during Leeds you had a remarkable consistency maybe right up until that last season when when Jimmy Arfield came in for Don Revy Mm. but there must have been periods during those seasons even when you managed to get back and finish inside the top four where there were poor runs of form the pressure was coming on how difficult is it for a group of players and a management team to actually just get together and call a halt to it to change things to to come up with a new style a new system a new attitude um, well, it's, it's it's not so much a new style, uh, Nathan. It's it's maybe doing, or you're not doing some of the things that you did before. Um, but I, I, funny enough, it, it leaves under Don Revy. We, I never, or my team, or the team I was in, never had that type of spell. You know, obviously we lost matches, but we we never had it where you say, well, what's gone wrong? You know, what's gone gone terribly wrong? in terms of Liverpool at their best to what they have been this season. You know, as you said, they're, they're, what are the 12 points behind or more points behind Arsenal and, and Manchester City up there. Um, I, I never had a spell at Leeds uh, until Don Revy left. Uh, we had a different manager altogether. Um, that's, uh, we were that long not mm. playing the way we could be playing. Obviously, we had spells, but it wouldn't have wouldn't have dragged on for, you know, six matches, seven matches, eight matches, might be two matches, and then you you get back to 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 where you were, and it, it's it's usually attitude, and effort, uh, when you don't have the ball, you know, and, and conceding conceding goals easily, and that's what Liverpool, that's what's been happening to Liverpool. They've been conceding a lot of goals, but I can see. I, I don't understand why it's gone on for so long with Klopp being there for, I mean, he's, he's, he's into his seven seasons there now, that the, the, the players wouldn't know what he wanted, what's, what's expected of them. Uh, it, it's, it, it's been like a bit of a switch off from the players mm. for some reason. And I don't know, nobody, I don't know why. You'd have to be in the club to know, Nathan, to know exactly what's going on. But, they're certainly not the team that they were last year. That's for sure. Uh, back-to-back wins for Arsenal against Liverpool and Tottenham, so they're still top of the Premier League. Uh, those three players that played just behind Jesus, Martinelli on the left, Saka on the right, and, and Odegaard through the middle, what have you made of those three and how, just how good can they become? Well, uh, he has good young players, Nathan. There's no, there's no doubt. Uh, and... They're getting better because they're getting more experience. Um, I think what happened a few weeks ago when they played Manchester United, going forward they were good, defending they weren't so good. Uh, that obviously he's picked up on that Arteta that he has tightened up at the back. And who's the lad he's got in at midfield, Nathan? Party. Yes, you know he's a big he's a big plus for them in that they were a bit a bit weak. Uh, in, in, in the midfield positions. He's given them a bit of bite around there when the opposition have the ball, getting the ball back again. When they have the ball themselves, Arsenal are very good. They've got some very, very good players, young players, but very, very good. Uh, and I think they have tightened it up at the back, which they needed to. So they, 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 they've got a consistency about them now that they haven't had before under Arteta. So he's doing a good job. Do you think can they win it? 
think City will catch them. I, I can't see anybody stopping City. Uh, they'll give it a go, all right, Nathan. But I, I wouldn't. No, I wouldn't put any money on it. I, you know, the, the, with City, with City there, and the, with the players they have, um, I think City will take a lot of beating. But it's, but it's, pro, it is progress for Arteta. There's no doubt about that. I mean, they haven't challenged before, not really. Whereas now they're putting a, a proper challenge in, and, and, and City have a lot to do. Uh, if they're going to going to beat them, yeah. Uh, all our football coverage here on Off the Ball is brought to you by Sky. You can watch all the games uh, every weekend in the Premier League live on Sky Sports. Uh, Cristiano Ronaldo got a bit of game time last weekend for Manchester United. Um, we've spoken a lot about his future and when he should stay or when he should go. Did he show enough in that win against Everton to show that he has a role, potentially even starting games for Manchester United in the Premier League? I think so. I mean, he's been, he's been showing what he can do for, for a number of years now. And he scored, was it 700 goals? 1900? Yeah, 700 goals. You know, that's incredible. And uh, I, th- I think what's happened to him is that, you know, he's, he's getting on a bit now. Uh, mm. And with the new man coming in, uh, Van Hag, uh, you know, the thing seemed to be, we're going to have a high press. This is what we're going to do. And... Uh, Ronaldo can't do a high press. Yeah. The, 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 the fact, fact is, Ronaldo never, ever could do a high press, Nathan. All he did was score goals. And if you've got, got a guy who scores the way he scores, you have to live with him. You have to live with, he's not going to do the high press. You know, scoring goals is the most important thing in football. And it's the diff- most difficult thing to do, scoring football. I mean, even last year, I mean, he scored what? He was the highest goal scorer with 18, about yeah. 18 goals in a team that wasn't doing well. So if you go back to his, his peak time when he started at Manchester United, he never did chase back or put the opposition under pressure. And I remember watching him as a, well, as a young fella, and I thought, this fella's not going to do it. He, he's too lazy. He's not running back. I didn't know he was capable in the future of scoring the goals that he did. So, like in my time, and I'm come back in my time again. Like when when Jimmy Greaves played, Jimmy Greaves was a genius. I played against him a lot, Nathan. Jimmy Greaves didn't chase anybody back. He didn't get. He never. He hardly ever got a tackle in. But he was scoring goals left, right, and centre. And he was playing in a great sports team with Danny Blanchflower and Dave McKay. Dave McGray was a great player, and he was a hard nut. Right? He he would really really get stuck in. But I never ever heard him getting on to Jimmy Greaves about not getting back in that. Because they could live with him. Jimmy Greaves was going to score 40 goals a year in really, really important matches. He was, a, he was a genius. Dennis Law was similar in his own way. He was a bit more aggressive than Jimmy Greaves. But he wasn't a chaser back. Now and again he was. And he was more dynamic than Jimmy Greaves. There were obviously, there were two great strikers, different, different, uh, different styles. But Dennis wasn't a lad that was going to chase around up front because his job was to score goals. And when you're playing with players like that, in my opinion, Dave McKay and Danny Blanche playing with you live with them. You know, if he's going to be scoring goals, you're going to live with them because they're exceptional. You know, there's other lads who make their way in that way. I played with Joe Jordan, for example. You know, Joe wasn't a great finisher, but he, was, he could put the opposition under pressure. He could do all sorts of things like that. Yeah. Right. But to get the, 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 these geniuses, you, have, you live with them. And, and Ronaldo, we're talking about Ronaldo, sorry to get back to him, 
Ronaldo hasn't changed. Ronaldo never chased about in that night. He just scored goals. So you live with a guy like that. You know, I think the manager coming in at Manchester was saying, well, right, we're going to have a high press. We call it a high press now. Uh, and the, the attitude seems to be, well, Ronaldo can't do that. But then he's come on on Saturday, or the weekend against Everton, and scored a goal brilliantly, Nathan. He'd still score goals, but you have to live with him. So should Ten Hag rethink his entire philosophy because he has Ronaldo in his squad? Yeah, I don't think he should have ever thought it in the first place, to be honest. Once you have your Ronaldo, Ronaldo. Ronaldo, was, he's, he's scored 700, that's his 700 goal. Yeah, Ronaldo's goal. been around for, for, what, 15 years? And all he's done is score goals. Wherever he's been, he scored goals. Well, last season for Manchester United, he was still scoring goals. When he gets on this season, like he did on, on, on the weekend against Everton, he scored a goal, took it brilliantly. He's not going to lose that. But he's not going to be chasing around either. He never did. When you get a guy like Ronaldo, you have to live with him, Nathan. You know, he's not, he's not, he's not going to put it in, as they say, as, as some, some of the other players do. Mm. But he's going to score more goals than anybody else has ever done. So in my opinion, you have to live with him in that, in that situation. Him or anybody else that can do what he does. Yeah. Um, I mean, look, if you look at the great goal scorer for Barcelona, our man. Messi. Messi. You don't, you don't see Messi playing a high line. Now, he, he does make more goals than, than uh, Ronaldo and some of the other players that scored as many uh, goals. But he's not, he's not a, he doesn't put the, the opposition under pressure. But again, he scores goals. Makes a few more than the others. But he's, he's absolutely brilliant. But they, they, they come along once in a lifetime, Nathan. And you have to, in my opinion anyway, you have to live with them. Uh, I wanted to ask you about Graham Potter and not, not just what he's doing at Chelsea, but it, there was a debate. I don't know if you saw this. Uh, it was on BN Sport and uh, it made a lot of waves here in Ireland because Jason McIntyre was talking about his time with Brian Kerr and saying because Brian Kerr had never achieved anything as a player and was an unknown that he wouldn't get the respect and he didn't have respect for him when he went into that dressing room and that sense of you had to have played the game as a manager to command respect instantly in a dressing room. And I'm wondering your thoughts on that, having been in many dressing rooms, is that how much of an advantage it is to have actually had a playing career or does it really matter if you can do the business? Um, I think it's a plus initially, Nathan, because the lads will have a respect for the player who did it on the pitch. But it wouldn't last more than a week. It right. wouldn't last more than a week. If the manager's been a great player and there has been some great players who went into management and didn't have it, right? It wouldn't last more than a week. The respect and uh, uh, the, the, the influence that he has, no, certainly not more than a week. Yeah, okay. Nathan, no. And, and what happens with, uh, uh, with lads who, who, I mean, if you look at some of the great managers, they weren't great players. Look at the Arsenal manager. Yeah, Wenger, yeah. Like Wenger. Mourinho. Mourinho. Never played, right? But that, you can nearly tell with the first sentence that the manager, the new manager makes when he comes in. He either makes sense or he doesn't, Nathan. Mm. You know what I mean? And players being players, pick it up straight away. You know? Like, great players, a lot of great players didn't make great managers by any means. And if you look over the, over the, the, the time that we've had, uh, like Ferguson, Ferguson's one of the great managers of all time. 
Well, Ferguson was a, was a good player, a very good player, but he wasn't one of the great players by any means. And there's a lot of lads who who who, who become great managers. A couple that we mentioned that hardly kicked the ball, Nathan. Mm. But knowledge of the game is is. I mean, I came across some players. I won't name them. Some of the great players, who, in my opinion, talking to them, really did what they did instinctively. Didn't know why they did it. Didn't know how they did it. Couldn't express themselves in a, in a way that was knowledgeable to anybody that they were talking to. Right. And then you got the, the other last couple we mentioned that never played, never really played at any level. Nathan. Like the man, the players pick it up from the first day. And, and who's it saying that it's... Uh, sorry. The, uh, it was uh, Jason McIntyre was talking about when Brian Kerr uh, took over as Republic of Ireland manager. Mm. And uh, Jason was obviously in and around the squad at that stage. And, and his feeling was he walked into the dressing room and uh, his... His initial reaction was, "Well, what have you ever done to get in this role?" Yeah, well, well, that's always that's 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 always a player's reaction. Uh, what have you done, right? But they have to listen to the manager. Mm. And, and and my take on it is, if the manager is knowledgeable, right, like Wenger obviously was and Mourinho obviously was, then he gets them straight away. And and I, I've heard of great players gone in, Nathan. And they lose it after the first meeting. Because they're talking rubbish. Yeah. You know, like there's a lot of great players. I came with a lot of great players. I won't mention them. Uh, uh, who were great players. But talking to them about football really, really didn't impress at all. They were instinctive in the way that they played. You know, a lot of these guys, that great players like Jimmy Greaves, for example, was a great player. Dennis Law was a great player. Didn't go into management even. Yeah. Because they knew they couldn't do it, you know. A lot of the, a lot of the, the great players did win, but I, 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 there was very few great players in my time and our time, Nathan, that you could say he was a great, really great player. You know, the, the Alex Ferguson wasn't a great player, Mourinho wasn't a player, Wenger wasn't a great player. But when they when they spoke, and the players listened, and they had a personality thing that could could really control these players. Yeah, yeah. They knew what they were talking about. But players would pick that up within a week. And I think I think it's a bit unfair. Who said it against, Brian? Uh, Jason McIntyre. Yeah, well, you know, people. you have players as well who go in with preconceived ideas. Yeah, well, I think that, that's what it is. You know, they go in with preconceived ideas. Well, this guy never played at any level. But you have, to, you have to go with them. You have to listen to them first before you make up your mind on that. And, and and Brian did. Brian Brian was a very very knowledgeable uh, individual on the game, as we all know. Mm. And uh, I'd, I'd never heard of any of the players that I came across of it that had any that disrespected him in any way. No, no, yeah. No. All right, I think we can leave it there, John. Great oh. stuff as always. Okay, Nathan. John Giles with us. Thanks again. Thanks a million, John. John's, John Giles with us every Thursday night on Off the Wall. If you missed any of that, of course, subscribe to the football show, OTB Football, on the app, and you'll get all our football podcasts uh, straight to your phone every day of the week. Football on Off the Ball. With Sky. Watch Liverpool take on champions Man City on Super Sunday. Live only on Sky Sports. This is News Talk.